What is up, my dudes? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast episode number 216. I'm Jeff James, as always with me, the incredible, unobtainable, luscious Brody Falls. How are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. I love how that was kind of oh, a little bit of a question. Oh, shit. No, never mind. We're good. Now we're on. Now we're on. We're good. We're good. We're live. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We're good. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm uh, just excited for Vegas and vacation and just chilling yeah. out. It's going to be fantastic. Um, I can't wait to just kind of like relax and also see a bunch of weird shit. Yeah. Vegas is plenty good for that. <laughs> go get, go get weird. No <laughs> doubt. Get no weird. Doubt. Um, but anyways, guys, uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Every single week, uh, Brody and myself, uh, this episode is going to go up on Friday like normal, right? Is that correct? I think on so. Vacation? Yeah. I, I mean, it kind of <laughs> makes sense, right? Uh, anyways, uh, if you're watching live right now, usually every Thursday night at around 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, we go live on YouTube and on Twitch. And we uh, also have the audio version of the podcast for those who can't join us at that time of night on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, and that goes live every morning, Friday morning to be exact, at the butt crack of dawn. Typically 5 a.m. Yep. 5 in the morning. If anyone wants behind early. the scenes. It's published. It's scheduled. Don't worry. I don't wake up. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to do that shit. Get out of here. <laughs> the dedication of this guy. <laughs> the hell's the matter Getting up at yeah. like 4 o'clock in the morning. Exactly. So, um, but anyways, every single week we talk about gaming news this week, a little different in the fact that we're going to kind of do like a, a theme or kind of categorical kind of show in which we're kind of yeah. talking about a specific thing. Um, I ended up being the person that said, Hey, I think we should talk about this Yeah. for a couple of reasons. One, I think it needs to be talked about Two, I think also it's annoying. <laughs> so, um, I think we honestly kind of share a lot of the same thoughts on it. So it might yeah. not be like so much a debate, honestly just kind of like a self-reflection as a whole of like what's going on and uh how we got here and um where we're going so what we're talking about today is the video game community and if the video game community including like journalism um you know uh, streamers all that kind of stuff have taken it too far basically to the point and they don't like the repercussions of what's happened with some of the things that we're seeing nowadays so with that all said uh i guess let's begin on this so i mean would, would you want to start a journalism yeah, yeah, we probably should. <laughs> okay. Or do, do we start with the average gamer? I mean, just just yeah, let's the, start with the average gamer. Sure. Okay. Well, not, not the average gamer. I guess the average gamer. I guess the gaming, the the super the gaming, tense communities gaming community online. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll start for the first one. Like, I mean, I, I think especially over the last year, year and a bit, especially when people are like locked up, you know, because of you know the old Rona. I think uh, I think it ignited, uh, or it, it, it's it, it, there was already a fire there, and then someone like threw fucking gasoline on it. <laughs> yeah, and then they forgot to you know oh shit now the whole tank is on fire, and then they started <laughs> running, and it just started spraying everywhere, you know, and then it turned into a fucking forest fire. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and, and basically, I, I just so there's a couple things that we've seen now that have come from the repercussions of this and in terms of, I think it's, I think it's widespreading across really most of the internet. And the fact of the matter is that people say shit and demand shit that they would never demand or say in public. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's the kind ever. of your keyboard commando type bullshit. Yeah. There's a lot of keyboard extent. warriors out there. Some of it, some of it's good. I mean, we've gotten some good things out of it. Like let's, Let's not, you know, 
let's take a great example. A couple of years ago, Battlefront. Okay. Got a great outcome from that. Where it was like, this is ridiculous. This doesn't make any sense. Why would I pay this much for this? Hey, where's the game? (laughs) You know, a bunch of stuff like that for microtransactions. That was cool. That was good. Now what's ended up happening. The biggest one I want to talk about is the crunch stuff, because I think there's two things that have happened with people not necessarily complaining about crunch. And I understand like wanting to bring awareness to crunch. Like there's two different things though. And like the awareness is not happening. It is just like bombastic yelling. It, it becomes almost witch honey, right? Like to yeah, a certain no, point sure. it's, it is absolutely just targeting certain companies. And, and I mean, there are companies that get by without crunch, right? Like uh, ratchet and clank just launched. And one of the big things that, came out after the fact was, hey, there wasn't any crunch, which is great. That's awesome to hear. Um, but uh, sometimes it feels like like the game lives or dies based upon how much crunch they had. Or And, and I'm not saying that crunch is good. Like that's, that's not what we're getting at. That's not what we're saying either. But I feel like it, it has gotten to the point where it's, this topic is no longer just a topic. It's just the source of hatred from, from <laughs> right, people that I weren't agree. even involved in the crunch. Like yeah, these aren't I even agree. the people that are affected by the crunch, but they're, they're more angry than the people, the employees at the company. And it, mm-hmm. it's just, it, it seems odd and like it's gone just too far to some extent. I, I kind of call it in an essence, selfish selflessness. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm going to be the <laughs> asshole in this episode, but it's kind of like, <laughs> Someone hasn't gone through that thing, but they're going to act like they know everything about the thing that they're complaining about. And then they're going to project that annoyance as a way of look at my moral self being rather than looking at it from a factual perspective to gain. And so much of of this, so much of this, this talk about, you know, Mm. uh, the, the crunch has come from journalism and like journalists who have deadlines and are working on papers in the middle of the fucking night because yeah. they have to get shit out as soon as it happens. Probably call so it crunch. It, yeah, it it's so hypocritical. It's kind <laughs> it of is. fucking silly in, in, crazy, in the grand dude. scheme of things. Like to be like, oh yeah, these guys are suffering from crunches. I'm at two o'clock in the morning chugging a red line so I can write this paper so it can go up early in the morning. That way we're not late to the topic or anything so we can get that yeah. in first. It, it's just... Uh, I mean, it's kind of petty. It is it to an extent. It is very it's petty. Pretty petty. Yes. <laughs> pretty um, yeah. So like, I, I mean, on the crunch side of stuff, you know, people, people brought that an awareness and yeah, I think, you know, not just this, this for this industry, but I think a lot of industries have a lot of crunch stuff that just oh, yeah. gets crazy. I mean, like I we work certainly in a, have I mean, crunch yeah, in, in my industry I, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I was in manufacturing. Um, I was in video games previously, but I'm in manufacturing now. And there's definitely crunch. I mean, when it comes down to a project being finished up, no one's going to finish it magically. It has to be done up. And unfortunately, like a lot of the times why that happens and is when you, like we think about it logically, uh, poor project planning. Yeah. Right. Like, I I mean, that's my answer for a lot of this stuff with the video game stuff where it's like, okay, so, you know, we want to complain about the amount of time we worked on it, but we also you know, why not sit there and be like, boy, you know, we had earmarked three years for this game when we probably should have had like three years, three months. And so people don't also understand that like, it's not a job where you go to work 
like nine to five and the business just runs like we're just pumping out video games as like widgets. It's a it's a hit driven business. And so everything is incredibly to the penny laid out as a project and a scope and the cost of it. And when you get to the end of it, some of these studios, some are bigger and can afford to bleed, but you don't want to bleed because the big ones have shareholders and they're publicly traded companies. So they have a duty to obviously create profit for their shareholders, but the smaller ones, they can't pinch those pennies. Like they, they, they or say goodbye to those pennies. They have to pinch them in every single way possible. And a lot of that comes down to, uh, unfortunately, at the very end, if you don't time your stuff out right, your shit out right, you end up going into crunch and saying, shit, we got to finish this because we have you know enough runway on this project for two months. Right. Yeah, I, it's... Uh, I, I don't know, man. It's it's very interesting. Um, uh, you know, the, the big talk is, oh, well, they need to unionize, right? Like, that that's one of the yeah. big things that always comes up with crunch and working in a industry myself that a lot of it is union. Um, there's a lot of vendors that don't want to work with unions or third parties that don't want to work with union companies because they make everything 10 times fucking harder. And it, I, it's, it sounds great on paper, but in practice, a lot of times there's issues with that. And I don't think a lot of the people that are calling for the gaming industry to be unionized actually understand what a union looks like and what you see from these companies. A lot of companies that are driven by unions are going under. A lot of these places are no longer around. They've been dying yeah. off for years. And I mean, I, I come from the steel industry. So I, I certainly know about unions and how they work and how they function mm-hmm. and what they actually do within the company and and how it will starve out companies more often than it helps. Well, and there's something to be said too about when a union, I guess, is applicable or I guess not applicable, performs the best in a certain industry. Mm-hmm. Like I would say an industry that requires a time crunch already is not the best for a union because a union brings about, and that's not a reflection on people working in unions. Right. Unions are great people who work in unions. Yeah, absolutely. That's a reflection. It's a government body. Within a, within a company and with a government body, there's checks, balances and red tape. And so to make a move, to make a change, to do anything requires extra steps and processes that otherwise wouldn't exist um, on a, in, a, in a standard business model. So I think, I think also at the same time, people confuse the benefits of a union with just better benefits and plans yeah. and preparation for an employee in this industry. And I mean, like that's, it's kind of an easy answer for people. Uh, the union it's stuff. A, it's just like unionize. It's like it's a band aid is what it is. It's a band. Yeah, yeah. It, that's it's a, a great temporary analogy. fix. That's great. It's like slapping fucking flex tape on something and be like, yeah, that shit holds good. forever. Flex well, tape. I guess that's not the best example. That shit's magical. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's slapping slapping a piece of tape or a piece or a band aid on something just for a temporary fix. And it doesn't actually solve the root cause of the issues. And no. do I think, you know, that, that there should be, I, I mean, it, if people are working crunch, they need to be paid for it. Absolutely. They need to be paid yeah, for it. For sure. And that, that's the way it should be. They should well, be and that's, salary. That's, that's and, another good point. The other side too, is that they are salary. And right. then the big deal is too, is that there are very nice bonus checks in video right. games. Yeah. Like let's not fucking kid ourselves at. Right. Exactly. Like this is also something people fail 
a lot to mention. And, and I get, I get it. Like people who work an hourly wage are always like, Oh, I'll never go salary. Cause then I have to work over. It's like, yeah, but if you're salary, you also have a lot of jobs. You can get bonuses and then yeah. it more than makes up for it. And sometimes you might be ahead because you actually didn't work. You just get the bonus, right. Of, you know, more than you would have, if you worked hourly extra for that, it's all whatever. But yeah, like for people to just completely disengage the thought that like people make tens of thousands of dollars in bonuses a year. And I'm not talking CEOs. No, I'm not talking CEOs. I'm talking like entry level people in large scale video game companies make an ass load of fucking money off of bonuses. If there's a bonus structure, right. And not all companies have it, but if it's there, usually they're, they're doing all right. They're compensated. But usually if it's there, these are also the large companies that are doing crunch. Right. And the, and the bonus is more than the work and hours that they put in for sure. Absolutely. I'm not um, advocating for people to work an ass load of time, by the way. Like if people listen right. to this episode, I just like, again, I, I feel like this is poor planning if people are doing that. Absolutely. But, but I mean, you know, like it's gotta be it's, reality. Right. Yeah. It's, and, and that's one of the, the, the many topics. So like to kind of circle back to just the, in general, like um, the, the, the gamers that are on Reddit or, or different forums and things like that. Another thing that always comes up is just a, a sense of entitlement. And I, that's kind of broad, oh, yeah. broad scope. But I mean, it's very common for people to be like, well, just do this. It's just that easy. I mean, all you gotta do, you know, and I, I come from the destiny community, right? I played a lot of destiny, uh, destiny one, um, not so much destiny two, but that community was so good when it was good, but when it was bad, everything went to shit in a handbasket, like right fucking now. <laughs> like this, it was awful. And, and so it, you would start to get people like, Bungie doesn't give a shit. Bungie doesn't care. Bungie won't uh-huh. do this. Bungie just wants money, yada, yada, yada. Well, it, and to, a, to some extent, yeah, sure, that's probably true, right? They're a business, they want to make money, but at the same time, that's one of the better communities as far as uh, the game or the uh, developer relationship with the community where there was always the community uh, like um, lead. Uh, what's that? Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name. But anyway, the uh, community manager. There we go. Uh, he was always in the comments and they had different developers in the comments and this and that. And, and so, I mean, really. Bungie did a pretty decent job, at least in the beginning of, of listening to players, but. I mean, anytime something came out and the players were disappointed in it, it just became a cesspool and this giant echo chamber. And it just, it uh, like, I had to get away from that subreddit when I would play the game just because it got to the point where it made me start to hate the game and I didn't even hate the game to begin with. They just created this culture of entitlement of, oh, well, I I think they should do this. We deserve that as the players. And it's just... That's that's one of the most memorable examples I, I've noticed. But I mean, of course, there's plenty of other things. You know, Ubisoft yeah. gets called out on stuff all the time. And and we've called Ubisoft out, right? Like, I mean, oh, we're yeah, not sure. we, we call it how we see it. But I I don't I don't think we're sitting here screaming going, oh, well, they should do this. We deserve this. How could they release a game like this? And like, right. Yeah. Cyberpunk. It was broken. Right, that game shouldn't have I mean, released. That's terrible. It's warranted. Right? But that I mean, was like... a yeah. That's a an extreme case. Like if there's some slight bugs and things, there's no way they could possibly catch all of that, right? And yeah. so it it is. I, I think at a certain point, people need to 
temper their expectations and and stop with this hey i you got to do this for us you you have to it's just this easy press the fucking button and release all the fixes and it's like that no that's not how this fucking works it takes it takes a lot of time probably would take some crunch time yeah but you know it's the same people complaining about crunch that yeah are also complaining about everything right yeah I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty blunt person too. And so like my, my thought on it as well is that people often forget, like if you're in a subreddit and you're talking about gaming, that's such a small fucking minor- like minority of people oh, yeah. that buy the game. When people are insane, people are nuts. Like, like let's say Grand Theft Auto for a second. Okay. How many, how, like what percentage of Grand Theft Auto do you think is actually the hardcore gamer? Like the, like on a subreddit. Oh, on the subreddit? Throwing um, shit about a bunch of stuff no no on the stuff i'm just saying i'm saying people who own grand theft auto just like gamers what we would classify as gamers hardcore gamers it's minimal as fuck minuscule at best minuscule it doesn't mean that they don't care about you they definitely do because they they take time in doing things but like what you had noted on the entitlement of like being like well if i say this they'll change it they don't care so just just for reference, uh, GTA Online, the subreddit, has 1,030,696 subscribers, okay. which, I mean, this which, game has sold over 120 million copies at this point. Great. So, so you're less than, 1%. less than 1% are on the subreddit. <laughs> I mean, it, just to put it in reference, right? Like, this is, yeah, this is like crazy to assume that. 0.8 something percent, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's nuts to assume that that people on Reddit are the vast majority of players of a game because they're yeah. not even close, not even. Well, not and, even then, and then those same people close. that are on Reddit go to Twitter and they yell yeah. about it on Twitter and they yell about a bunch of stuff. But yeah, I mean, like they just don't understand that, like they don't. It's not that the company doesn't care, but the company the company can't afford to care that much about that group to right. to an extent. Because and they need also, to go make their money. They're not going to make their money off a million people. They need to go make the money off 120 million people in that case. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's a point to be said for most of the time, it's the loud majority, like, or loud minority, sorry. Yeah. Mix that around. But the loud minority are going to be the ones that are the the loudest. Like, it's the squeaky wheel gets the grease type of thing. Like, it, it's very much, they're hoping for these to be solved. And sometimes they have good intentions. Sometimes they don't. But if you go on to, you know, Steam and review or read reviews for a game that just came out, most of the reviews are going to be negative right off the bat because it's the people that mm-hmm. took time away from playing the game because they wanted to go mm-hmm. bitch about the game. If you come yeah. back in a week, now <laughs> it's the people that have actually put in proper time and have enjoyed it. And they're like, hey, I really enjoyed this game. I'm going to go leave a good review now. But it's yeah. the people that get pissed off that are always the first to the punch. So it's, I, I mean you got to temper it to, to some extent. Yeah, no, for sure. But they're not going to temper it because there's no repercussions with it. There's no, no, if you, if you post some shitty review, what's going to happen? People are probably going to upvote it. Yeah, absolutely. Cause people love drama too. I mean, you look at all the oh shows that are on TV. It's all bullshit drama. Just like the bachelor, today. the bachelor oh, or bachelorette or like one of the Ugh. biggest shows out there and fucking hell, man, that, all it is is drama because people live yeah. off of that shit, right? And and people yeah. love it and teach their own. I fucking despise it, but at the same time, we like, both despise it. We both despise it, but it's like that shit sells. So when people want to get 
imaginary internet points, they go and post something shitty, and then they're like, mm-hmm. hey, people like this. It's like, eh. I mean, again, we're not we're not harping on on these groups of people or anything like that. This is just a very realistic look at it because we are blunt individuals and we are we're not. I I don't know. I, I just I I don't think we either of us really want to put up with that kind of shit. Obviously, we're not going to no, change it's anything. But I think it's, it's stupid. It's, it's dumb. The whole and thing's really dumb. People are stupid. Really like is. The people that do that are really dumb people. Like I have said before, the internet is the greatest thing and the worst thing we've ever created, and it's yeah. just well, it's terrible. So let's take a great. So, so something I was t- thinking about today was the price of games. Price of games are going up. Okay. Yes. A lot of people are going to go. Oh my god, they're going up because of you know corporate greed. Okay. Perhaps. Perhaps there's always a sliver of that, right? I mean, you. I wouldn't define it as corporate greed. I would say, hey, I could sell something and. A lot of people, 99% of people will still fucking buy it. Yeah. And I'll make more money than the 1% that won't fucking buy it. So I'm definitely going to do that as a business. Yeah. If people do it. I mean, you vote with your wallet, right? The second part of it too is then some people will be like, oh, well, you know, it's the materials are so high for costs. You know, it's like for physical editions, right? It's difficult getting, you know, the, the... the, the factories or whatever to run, you know, efficiently and effectively for it. that's bullshit. That's all bullshit. It's not, that's not a fucking thing, dude. Cause they also have <laughs> download versions, digital downloads. The fucking problem is, is that I, I think we'll see this $70 thing. And then I actually think it might go away for really? a little bit. Only, only if people, and I actually, I don't think it's going to be like people voting with their wallet with it for it to go away. I think it, no. I think a lot of it, dude, is the company sits there and goes, okay, cool. So we're giving our employees bonuses still after a game ships. And after the game hits certain sales milestones, you should get like bonuses as well. If, you know, we launch this thing. And there's no crunch to it. We're going to have to expand out our project more. That's going to cost more money. We're going to need to raise the price of this game. Yeah. But there's also overhead. They're more complex machinery now. They're not not building for a PS3. I'm not sure you'll ever see it go away. Because if they can get away with it, I think they'll keep it there. I just just don't think it's going to be widely adopted like people think it is. I don't think it's going to be this thing where like EA like starts it. Or like, you know, whoever, whoever, you know, Battlefield starts it, let's say, is like the first big one, right? To like, holy shit, right? I mean, I Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank. Clank. Yeah. yeah. But so let's say like th- those two started. I don't think everyone's going to jump onto that. I really don't. Because I think, I think there's almost a battle that can happen between businesses. And maybe this is just my evil business mastermind head where I can sell something for 60 and uh-huh. my competitor is still going to sell for 70. So I can sell Call of Duty for 60 still. Yeah, and make it a point that it, this is still sixty dollars and not seventy, and you get a campaign, and just kind of like shit down the throat of my competitor, right? In a, in a bombastic way that then a million people can fucking engage and armor up, basically on behalf of me. I'm gonna right. do that, right? Yeah, but like, absolutely. I think that's where it's gonna stay. But I think a lot of the reason why it's going up is yeah, I mean the machinery is more complex. Like, I mean, it takes a lot more to make a game now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the bar the bar is constantly being raised. The, the price of games hasn't gone up in forever. So, I, I mean, it's not yeah. it's not unreasonable to assume that. I mean, Netflix raises their, their subscription price like once every fucking six months almost, it seems like, right? Like, <laughs> oh, hey, dollar. we're going up by like two bucks. You know, like, Just another dollar. Don't worry okay. about it. Okay. 
cool. Um, I guess I'm still going to buy it. But yeah. I mean, ultimately, that one always gets me too. I, I get very upset about people bitching about, you know, Battlefield being $70 and how that's fucking awful and this and that. And it's like, the amount of time I'm going to play Battlefield, my cost to to um, play ratio, ratio, entertainment yeah. ratio, is so low. But compared to a Ratchet and Clank, I mean, it's about three bucks per hour, right? Or a little bit over. But it's like, yeah. I, I also don't regret buying Ratchet and Clank. I enjoyed Ratchet and Clank, but I'm also not bitching about Battlefield going to $70 either. And I think, you know, Call of Duty did it with this generation too, with the PlayStation 5 version and the Xbox mm-hmm. Series X version. I think there are going to be a lot of companies that do do it and they can, they can do it. I mean, people are still buying these games, even though they're bitching about it, they still bought them most of the time. And it, it, to me, it's just weird when they choose to bitch about it. And I know we've talked about this before, so I won't say too much, but it's like, I, why are, why is everybody pissed off at, about battlefield being $70 and not ratchet and clank, right? Like yeah. if you're mad about it being $70, that's fucking fine. It has to be for everything. Well, you can't pick and choose when this is applicable. It's not an indie game versus a fucking AAA game. These are both AAA games. So yeah. you you have to, if, if you're going to go different. all in. No, it's, it's but not. But it's different. <laughs> it is yeah, absolutely. No, the, uh, the crazy thing that, that frustrates me is like on, on that topic of pricing, and I kind of hit on it a little bit last week, was like the economies of scale and the, the purchasing power. And the buying power when it comes to the video game market, like if you like in today's dollars accounting for inflation, if you wanted to buy like an Atari 2600 game in the Sears catalog, it was equivalent to like $92. Yeah. Of today's money. So the price of video games has actually went down. And their their actual development time on games back then were like a couple years most of the time. If that, bro. If even, yeah. There was a handful of games that were massive games at the time that were like a year development time. Somebody's like, hey, I made this last night. And you're like, oh. Yeah, and like okay. half the year's marketing and shit like that. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. And it's just, I, I people are too caught up in the moment. And they don't actually look back at history and look back at how we got to this point and what it takes to make a 4K game with ray tracing and spatial audio and all of this crazy shit and they nope. all, all they can think is oh ten dollars like come on turn off your lizard braid for a minute and use your fucking real brain and you'll be <laughs> able to piece it together it's not real fucking hard oh shit oh god like i said i get riled up about this one <laughs> this it's one fine i mean it's, it needs to be fucking <laughs> talked about because everyone else just kind of just goes along and it's like Ooh, everything's all yeah, it's so bad, it's so terrible. It's, why? Because they fucking know people love to just complain. And they're mad because it I doesn't don't like have a six hour shitty campaign tacked onto it. Who gives a fuck? Nobody actually <laughs> enjoys Battlefield's campaigns. So let's be really honest here. And the devs have finally realized it. Right. And the devs are like, okay, well, people played this for six well, hours, just didn't really enjoy it. Everybody, multiplayer. The last time we put one in Battlefield 4, everybody bitched about it. So why the <laughs> fuck would we do it? And then they don't put it in and everybody's like, fuck, why is it not in here? Do you guys not uh, remember shit. that Battlefield yeah. 1, Battlefield again, 5, they if you bitch about it, they're not going to build it again. 
It's that's on you. Crazy. Like that's not the devs' fault. That's the community's fault for bitching about something. Go well. Hold on a second. Why aren't they building this? Because you fucking bitched about it. (laughs) What the fuck do you want? It's like you know. Seven, eight years ago when the Xbox One launched and Battlefield 4 came out, everybody oh just God. completely forgot how that all went and just, yeah. hey, yeah. you know, yeah. campaigns are pretty cool. Yeah. I'd like to play that for all of about six hours. It's like how everyone forgot. Hours. Everyone complained about subscriptions early on on the Xbox environment. Here are a fucking Game Pass. Right. And everybody's screaming how, or not everybody, because there are people who don't, but a lot of people are very stoked on it, and myself included. I think Game Pass is fantastic, but huh. yeah, very much like people were all pissed off about, about you know, subscriptions and things to begin with anyway, and it's like, I, I, I don't know what to tell you, you know, like now we're paying, if you get Ultimate, you're paying $15 a month for both your live and Game Pass and streaming and, and all yeah, this shit. they when the value, when the price went up. Yeah, I, but that was just to add in. Yeah, the, uh, but he, what? So what's their option? Their option is to divide now, a la carte. Right, and they do still and have regular game pass. That. You don't have to get ultimate, and it yeah, still includes yeah, yeah. live. So it's if you were to buy Xbox or Xbox Live back in the day for the price per month, it was nine ninety nine a month. So you ultimately are getting Game Pass for free by paying <laughs> month to month for live, like. It, ah. I mean, granted, yeah, you could go buy the prepaid cards and they were like 60 bucks for a year, okay? Yeah, I get that. But, I mean, people were buying it month to month. This isn't any different, but now you're yeah. getting uh, over 100 games for free, too, on top of it. It's just, you can't you can't please the internet, and I've learned that um, in That's many different forms. There's just miserable people out there. Because <laughs> people have nothing to do, or better There's to do than There's just miserable people. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's it's crazy. I mean, you can't narrow it down to anything else. I mean, let's look at the fucking Switch OLED. Right? I mean... And the OLED model. People are like, of- what the fuck is this? I wish this was Pro. Why don't you wait? Why don't yeah. you wait and see if they come up with the Pro? Wait, My- hold on. They wanted to do a different SKU that they could probably find parts for a little bit easier and probably decrease their fucking costs and increase their, you know, profit margin on the fucking product as a as a whole and they just know that a lot of people are still gonna fucking buy it and it's not even you know gamers as we'll call them a lot of them still will even after bitching about it and people who only half listen to our episode are gonna say oh well they bitched about it no we didn't bitch about it we just said this isn't the switch that we wanted and it's not the one we're gonna buy it's for somebody it's just not for us it's not a big enough upgrade for us to upgrade to this switch it's cool but the other thing too is why did again, again on the small my on the on the loud minority, the loud minority on Switch owners, Nintendo doesn't give a shit about that. They don't no. care. They don't fucking care about you. Nintendo they doesn't. care <laughs> about all the people that went and bought a fucking Switch when it was coronavirus time who have only played fucking Animal Crossing on it, and all they care about is getting those people to buy more fucking games for it, or they care about getting new people into it. The pro right. model, you might say, well, that's gonna be for gamers. I guess, maybe, but at the end of the day, it's also just a luxury skew of an item. I mean, if you go and buy a, like, I've got an iPhone 12 Pro Max, okay? That's the most expensive fucking iPhone there is right now. If, does it, what does this make me? Does it make me a super fucking iPhone user? 
No, yeah, I yes. thought it was fucking cool. <laughs> I wanted the extra cameras on it. I wanted the bigger fucking screen. That was it. It had things that were a higher price that I could afford. Right. Had nothing to do with like, man, I, I'm i a photographer and I need the fucking lenses. I, like They do that. They pitch that. They market that. I mean, they just do that. So that how many like people are stupidest- actually photographers and how many people right. bought the iPhone 12 Max? Like Pro Max. Right, yeah. Well, and the other Which side of things too, right? The name too, just right? keeps getting longer, by the way. Yeah, the, the other <laughs> side of things too, right? Is like they market it with like, "Hey, this is for the you know photographer," and then other people are like, "Well, I'm not a photographer, but I want to be one. <laughs> I want to take the greatest <laughs> you know, picture of my cock bullshit. that I possibly could." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, shit. Yeah, it's just it's it's crazy and. I, a lot of it is fueled by kind of a little bit of a segue here, but journalism absolutely hey. fuels the shit out of the what these people think. Looking at you, Kotaku. Mainly Kotaku. Fucking <laughs> and crazy now Bloomberg. It's yeah. just, I mean, and there's there's a lot of, of different... Last time I checked, I went to Bloomberg for news. Right. On businesses, not on opinions on businesses. I am... I am not a big news guy in general. Um, yeah. I, I keep up on video game news, and even then I read solely factual pieces. I do not read any opinion pieces, and I know that's what we do. I mean, we do opinion-based stuff to some extent, right? But mm-hmm. I, I think opinion-based journalism for video games is part of why we have the gaming culture that we have now. Actually, a huge part of why we have it. Because there's things like Xbox puts out a mini fridge as a fucking joke and they write an article like, hey, this is capitalism. No, it's because people made jokes about it being a goddamn fridge. They've even sent full size fridges that look like Xboxes to They're streamers doing because what it's people marketing. Want. Have it's fun marketing. as a company and be personable and it's, make money. They're going to make money off the fucking Oh yeah. Fridge. Of course they are. But it's also one of those things. How many people are going to like there's going to be people that go out and buy this? Is this something you have to have to be a gamer? No. No you don't. This is something that is funny. It's a fucking joke. And oh, and shit. people are over here writing hit pieces like goddamn Xbox is just the worst fucking company yeah. on the face of yeah, the earth. Yeah, it's a it's totalitarian like, fucking regime. What is making going people purchase f- fucking reskinned Darby fridges with a fucking white sticker on it for Xbox? I mean, it's a it's a crock of shit. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely it, absurd. At this point, it seems like Kotaku trends on Twitter once a week almost now for because they idiocracy. put out some awful awful things and. You know, some people would say, oh, well, you know, no press or uh, no press is actually bad press. Like, it's all good press at that case. Until the village finds out you're the village idiot. Right. And I feel like a lot of people are getting there. It's taken a while. God. But I just. Yeah. It's so dumb, bro. It's so dumb. All of the crunch stuff has been because journalism or journalists have pushed this crunch thing to the point of just beating the fucking horse to death and then beating yeah. it some more. It's and not so, even the crunch stuff either too. Well, it's I mean, like, but that's how a lot of it started yeah, as yeah, recently. Yeah, and there are that. things that, you know, they do a good job with some well, they're, things like too, They're right? systematically but, trying to take down Ubisoft right now. Oh yeah. And absolutely. I get it. I understand when I say systematically, someone's like, what the fuck are you for? What's that? 
I don't know what's happening. I have no idea. Right. One, I don't work at fucking Ubisoft. <laughs> Two, I don't want to work at Ubisoft. Three, <laughs> I will I, never work at Ubisoft. <laughs> Brody and myself have no clue what fucking sexual allegations are true. Right. Or what happened. I mean, I would like to think that anyone coming forward with an allegation is is going like to publicly take it to is, court. is taking it to court and is being super serious about it. But a lot of the fucking articles are sources tell us. So yes. Who's your fucking who's your fucking sources, bro? Who the fuck your sources? Fucking Kevin in the cubicle down the fucking No, it's not even like, Kevin. It's fucking, down? it's fucking Gerald fucking taking the trash out at night. It's always fucking and Gerald. And he saw a sticky note saying, like, hey Deborah, let's go back to my fucking apartment. You know, on Deborah's desk, he went, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Eves. Eves is fucking doing some crazy shit. It's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. It's loaded. Yeah, because if, if, if it's happening, it'll get fucking found out. It's not hard in today's society. Right. And there are cases of it, and usually those people are getting fired. But with Ubisoft, the people that have been accused of these things haven't been fired. And that's because a lot of it has been journalists going, sources say, like you said, none of it has been proven. The actual person hasn't fucking come forward. Come it's forward. been hearsay. It's Here's been the other thing, too. Hearsay. Why would and you again, come forward? Google I want to clarify. We are not defending these people. We are saying how journalists are jumping the fucking gun and putting things out there that have not been proven to be factual. That is I the also, problem. I also just don't understand either. And I mean, I've never been in this situation. So maybe I... Maybe, I, you know, I just, I'm not in their shoes. But if there was an issue that's going to be like that on a large scale like that at work with a company that has many shareholders, okay, and has, you know, a very large scale company, I would probably go to the authorities. Yes. I probably would not go to Kotaku to which somebody could just bombastically write some fucking crazy article about what I had said, even if it was the truth. I would probably yes. make the first step of not even going to HR. Because no. you have the threat of somebody, you know, backing it up. It can happen. It can happen right. for sure. You or go like, you know, to like, the like supporting that other person, right? Yeah, yeah. Go to the authority. Right. Go to the fucking board. Yeah. Go wherever you need Submit to. Submit a claim to the fucking for, board. Except for to a journalist, because essentially at this point, journalism is like those tabloids that you see oh, in fucking God. Walmart, Walmart when you check on out, the right? Corner, on the corner it's shelf. It's like Brad Pitt has actually been abducted by aliens four yeah. times. It's like, I, I don't know what to truly believe anymore because they don't fact check anything. They hear it from one person and they fucking run with it. Sometimes they don't even hear it. Sometimes they just fucking make it up. Yes. A hundred percent. That is a fucking fact. Again, as someone who spends a lot of time researching factual news pieces in order to put them into this, I have seen so much bullshit because I have to dive through all of these different articles to actually find anything that matches up between four uh, fucking different companies, and they never do. They never do. So then the only place you can actually get any information is to dig further and actually go to a certain company for like announcements or anything like that. I mean... I have spent so much time on all these different journalism like websites, whether it be Kotaku, IGN, Games, uh, GameSpot, fucking whatever it may be. And half the time, everything is incomplete. It doesn't have what it needs to have. Yeah. Or it's just not right. It, it, it takes all of five seconds to dig further and find out what is actually going on. And that's the kind of shit to me that 
if you can't even put out true things and want to call yourself a journalist, you're fucking wrong. Because you aren't a journalist. You are essentially making tabloids and rumors and fucking just stirring the goddamn just pot. Just noise. While, just noise. While fucking the internet just catches on flames because gamers are pissed off over something they didn't even bother to yeah. fact check themselves. It's like... Just a, just a new WordPress page. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just... Just a new WordPress page for some SEO. <laughs> That's it. Absolutely wild. And on top of that, everything starts with clickbait. Every oh title God, has to be yo. clickbait at this point. And that's my problem too, right? Is it's like you you it's annoying, but you also can't blame them because that's the boundary set by an algorithm. Like yeah, exactly. Google, right? Like we don't someone can be like, "Oh, well there's some competition." It, come on. Come the fuck on. It's like 98% Google. Like you got DuckDuckGo. And like, you know, someone's using Bing because they can't figure out how the fuck to change it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there's no, there, you have to work around a company's <laughs> algorithm on a resource, the internet, which the internet is fantastic, horribly organized. The yeah. only way we know to organize the internet is one company. Right. Nobody realized that. That's <laughs> fucked. So everything that we create is for the one company. Yep. At Absolutely. the end of the fucking day. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. And I actually watched a YouTube video and it was like a, um, it was a, a satirical YouTube video where they're talking about like, he just started saying shit, like just certain shit that people will say in videos just so they hit certain algorithms and things. Yeah, and, and, and he just started saying it and it was like this big joke. And it's a guy that does videos like with himself. Like he does like two people and he's the same guy. Right. And he's like, what, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, just start Logan Paul, Jake Paul, uh, start saying all this shit. And that's yeah. exactly what happens. Like these companies are saying things in their titles that they have no intention of even putting into their, their actual article. Or if it is, it's like a one-off sentence that doesn't even actually have any, yeah. anything yeah. to do with what the article was about. And it's just, it's fucking wild. And that's, that is not, that's not necessarily their fault. Like you were saying, it is because of algorithms and they've learned well, how to they're cheat taking, the algorithms. They're, 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 they've built a business that is at the demand of one other fucking business that's overruling. Yeah, but absolutely. They don't have to write that shit. No, no. They, they don't. continue to write that shit also. The same time. I mean, Kotaku does what the Kotaku does because like what you said, it gets noise. People go look at it like this is fucking stupid. Like it's, it's getting close to the onion. Yeah. It's but it's not trying to, the, to be the onion, which is sad. Yeah, it's almost to the point where it's borderline comical anymore. Yeah, it is. I mean, the, the other the other issue, and I, this is probably be like the last the last topic I bring up on this because I mean we we've, we've been going for a good amount of fucking time. <laughs> I could go um, for much. I could oh, do yeah. this all day. Oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> all day. Um, the other thing that's concerning to me is the yelling about having certain things in game first of all i guess we haven't said this at all you and i don't give a shit about political parties no absolutely we not. we we are politicians worst nightmares in the fact that they'll be like oh okay so you're a you know you're a republican nah i'm american oh she must be a democrat nah i'm american like i, I well I'm what are gonna... you you can't not be something I'm like well i mean I'm an American. Like I live in the country and you know, right. kind of see what I, the fuck is I going on. Don't go in and hit one button covers all type yeah. shit. Not, like, not only that, just like, <laughs> just, I just don't go into a camp to where politicians can then control the fuck out of me. And 
right. pit me against other people because then that's where you get lost in the sauce and you can't realize what the fuck is actually going on and what should be done. But yeah. anyway, so that, that's our little fucking disclaimer, I guess, at the very end of this fucking thing. But um, if you made it this far, <laughs> if you didn't, I mean, whatever. I, guess I don't know. Sensitive I was watching our... Leave. Our live viewers on YouTube, and we lost two people in the middle of this. So nah, that's all right. This Whatever might be received like shit, but you know what? That's fine. I, so here's my gamble on it. I don't think it is. I think there's a very large market of individuals and people who are sick and tired of the exact same things we have discussed. But and nobody will fucking for say outlets, it. and nobody that's what will gets say me. It. Yeah, I mean, we're saying it, but you know, whatever. I think a lot of people also get canceled. Or like a platform deplatforms them because they're like you said something terrible. It's like okay, great. Um, but anyways, the the one thing that's scaring me is that you know video games are an art, right? Like I mean, when you make a video game, you're making, a, I mean, you're writing a novel, you're writing an album, and you're producing a fucking movie all at the same time. For yeah. like large games, it's an incredible art, incredible medium of art. And what I'm what I'm worried about is there are many things that people demand be included into games now, um, various categories of things, um, to it. Like, I'm not going to name all of them, but like, I mean, there's like 20 different things that people kind of demand now of things. And it could be everything from like no microtransactions to like, I want loot boxes or no loot boxes, or, you know, I want a way to, you know, express myself in different ways or that this character should be this or this character should be that or the main character in this should be this sex versus that sex or this gender versus that gender um and the problem with that is that you're pigeonholing artists yep and it ends up creating an environment to where everybody walks on eggshells and creativity does not flourish in a medium that demands creativity from the people who produce it like imagine if you're a painter, right? And like you go start painting a canvas, okay? Like that, not to say, so if someone's a racist painter, that's awful. They're a racist painter. People don't like racist painters. They can leave. Whatever. Cool. Not a big <laughs> deal. Specifically racist art. painters, right? Well, because you know, there's going to be someone <laughs> no, being I like, know. well, yeah, they do terrible. Blah, blah. Right. It's like, well, okay, whatever. And it's, Those people it's are kinda bad. Like, it's like HP Lovecraft stuff where people are like, yeah, he had some great stuff. Not the racism part of it. Like. His his creation that he had of this like noir esque like yeah. crazy world right like he had some cool ideas he was a fucking shitty human being absolutely yeah. but he did have good ideas and so people still acknowledge his work just don't acknowledge him as a human being. But when you like start putting the artist in the corner, and the artist has to like when they're painting has to go okay cool well I have to check this off and. It has to have grass. It has to have a tree. It has to have sun. It has to have clouds, or else no one's gonna buy it. it. Has to have this. Has to have this. Everything starts meshing into the same shit, and then you lose creativity. You lose the ability to invent or to enhance something because you have basically shuttered an artist. Yeah. And then when things blend, everyone goes, "What's so special about this industry?" Right. And then it fucking dies or the companies that are smaller companies that normally would take, I fucking hate spam Twitch accounts. No, I don't want to become famous. Go fuck yourself. Bigfollows.com. So the, <laughs> I'm in the multi-stream chat in Streamlabs. I can see that shit pop up. Gotta hate it so much. So the, um, the crazy thing about it is like people don't realize that like an indie studio 
they take a gamble when they put a game out. Like usually like they have just enough funds or barely scraping by or using like credit or loans to get that game out. If you put people like that in a corner and they can't produce a game that would accelerate, make them like a Minecraft. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you demand things of them in an environment to which the environment needs to be created, not manipulated, how the fuck are you going to have small companies rising up? And then you're going to sit there and complain and go, oh my God, why does Activision own everything? It's because you fucking create an environment where nobody can enter in safely and successfully. Right. <laughs> it's well, fucking aggravating beyond if belief. You look at, if you look at shooters in the early to mid 2000s they all yeah. looked the same they were bland they were colorless these games all looked the exact same i don't remember which game it was that came out and did something different and made it sure. unique i don't remember what that game was right but then we started going in the way of of different colors and and being more vibrant and and things moved past that and like you're saying for people to be like well this game does this or this game does that and it's like that's cool and that's awesome, and I love to see that stuff. And to a to you know, say every game has to do everything. Go make the same. a game about it, right? You can't you can't put every game in the same category because they're not the same game. They're made by different people. They're made with by people that have different ideas and want to do different things. Like Bio Mutant, most recently had some really cool ideas. the The actual gameplay of it was rocky but they had good ideas and they had some some really cool yeah. mechanisms there but that game got overall shit on because it it didn't completely excel in some areas but this company sat or sought out to do something new and something unique and i i respect the hell out of that just for trying something different i mean oh absolutely and like i'm not you know the, the other side of things too is when you when you say like um I don't want to, you know, I quote you, but you, you were, you were saying, you know, Hey, people get upset when, when there isn't something in it. And I think people like immediately go to this stance of like, well, it's not in there because they are this yeah. evil, um, the, the most evil version to that cause that they would like to see. No, they just didn't even think about it. Right. And that doesn't mean that they're a bad person. They're making a game that is supposed to, in most cases, Get you out of reality and into a different world and tell a story. Yeah, have you? They're ever... not even thinking about real world in most of the time. Well, and on top of that, people need to step back and look. Like, have you ever worked on a project that took five years to make with so many different people working on it and so many different stages of development that, yeah, if you forget one little thing. You're, you're fucking Satan, right? Like you're the worst person ever and you did it intentionally because you fucking hate gamers. No, that's not it. Like they have so many other parts and working just gears spinning at all times that they have to pay attention to and, and things they're doing. They're constantly putting out fires and, and, and trying to make the best game they can. Nobody is going out there and making games intentionally bad because they want to make games bad. Right. That, yeah. that doesn't make them money as a company, nor is, is that something, I mean, I, I'd say there actually is a market for that in mobile games, but regardless, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's, it, these developers aren't, these guys are, 
guys and gals are putting their hearts and souls into these games and, and absolutely love what they're working on. They're not intentionally fucking anybody over. That's that's not their game plan. But things get missed. And, and that's why in this day and age of the internet where you can patch things now, it's great because you can patch things. And, and you can now fix elements that were missed in a development. Whereas, you know, in the past, if a game came out and it was missing something, it was just fucking missing it. That's just what it was. I mean, right. and, and nobody's, I mean, most of the time in like, if you go back to an old N64 game or, or SNES or even GameCube to some element, like people aren't bitching about the things missing from those games. They were either just bad or good, but now we live in a day and age where you can patch things. I mean, cyberpunk, for example, is patching it to make it better. Is it there yet? Probably not, but they are making it better and, and fixing some of their wrongs. And, sure. and I think, I think there's something to be said for that. Should it have released in the state it did? Probably not. And that's unfair no, not to all. the people who purchased it, right? It's awful. And But there is, you know, the small little tweaks and things that they can do after the fact. Balancing of weapons, um, which never used to happen in certain games. And it, there's just, there's, there's so much more for developers to do now after the fact. And some of it's negative, some of it's positive. But you look at Battlefront 2, for example... That game turned around. They fixed yeah. a lot of the problems that were an issue because, granted, that at one time, there was a, a a post about that game that was the very top comment or very top uh, post in Reddit, in all yeah. of Reddit history at the time because everybody shit down their throat about it. And rightfully so. That, that was an absolute disaster. It was scummy. But they were able to to bring that back and fix things. And, and now it's looked... It looked at it in a positive light to some extent, right? There's still a little blemish on it, but they, they've actually made it to where it's a playable game and it's reasonable now. And it, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I feel like so many people are expecting perfection all of the time. And even Ratchet and Clank, which in all, all fairness is a masterpiece. I absolutely adore the game, but it, it had bugs. It had glitches. It had problems. Yeah. And I, I mean, to ignore... To ignore those problems in a game like Ratchet and Clank, but then scream from the rooftops about it in any other game is just hypocritical. I don't even know if my rant ended where I meant to end. No, it's good. <laughs> Dude, your, your stuff's good. No, definitely. You got a good point. Um, I have a Kotaku article here before we wrap up. Oh, boy. I had my sexual awakening thanks to Final Fantasy X. Huh. Okay. Final Fantasy X's 20th anniversary is this week, and while it's not my favorite Final Fantasy, it is one I come back to whenever I think about sex. That's, that's no, not in the way you're you probably put it thinking. In a f- forum, but not write an article about. <laughs> no, not in the way you're probably thinking. Although Kamari Ronso, if he wanted, could get it. But Final Fantasy X represents one of those foundational adolescent moments for me in which sex transitioned from something I knew about and was aware of into something I desired. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. Uh, Final Fantasy X was released 20 years ago when I was 14 years old. It was the first Final Fantasy game on the PlayStation 2. And by that point, I had become an avid Final Fantasy fan. So naturally, I added this newest entry to my collection. It was also the first Final Fantasy with voice acting. And I will never forget hearing Titus talking about his story at the iconic piano notes of Nobuo Umatsu's to Zena. I can't say it, to Z's played in the background. 
I distinctly remember enjoying Final Fantasy X much more than Final Fantasy IX. Uh, I was introduced to the series through the futuristic aesthetics of Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VIII. I'm super proud of myself because you know this is all in like Roman bullshit. <laughs> um, then the high fan, then the high fantasy of Final Fantasy IX, which was itself a return to the high fantasy form of the first six games. I love the sorry, yeah, I love the combat and how it allowed me to um, make use of my entire party at any time. Its story was interesting, and I connected with its motley crew of characters far better than the ensembles of Fire, Final Fantasy IX, who I thought were all childish, and Final Fantasy VII, who were to a man completely unrelatable. At 14, I was still two years away from when I would start my sexual awakening in earnest through Yu Yu Hakusho flash, or slash fic. I knew that sex was, and by that time was, well, within puberty's grasp. It wasn't like I was ignorant to the concept of desire. It was more like desire never affected me. I had crushes on fictional boys. Shout out to Tuxedo Mask from Sailor Moon, the OG. But I feel like we're running into like a fucking cum tribute here. Jesus Christ. But my <laughs> thoughts of them are confined to chaste fantasies of marriage and children. Watching Titus and Yuna in that forest was when I realized, oh, now that's what I want. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's fine and dandy if that's what it is, but that's a kind of odd I mean, article like, to put out. I guess you know, like I under like I understand that they're trying to go from this artsy perspective. Like until that point, I understood sex as something people did when they were attracted to each other, the same way people ate when they were hungry. It was the satisfaction of a physical, not emotional need. But Final Fantasy finally linked sex to an emotion I could understand. Love. I saw that two attractive people and saw the tenderness, affection, and love they had for each other manifest as a physical act. And oh boy, my attention starved 14 year old black ass going to a predominantly white school would have killed sin several times over some tenderness, affection, and love. I don't know. I mean, your balls probably haven't even dropped at fucking 14. Like, let's be fucking real on the thing, too. Like, when we try to be, when we try to like be artsy on it's a video game. Like I, I, I enjoy video games as a nice person, but like, I'm not going to say a video game taught me fucking taxes, <laughs> you know, like I'm not, I'm not like, I'm, there's just like people, I don't know. People constantly try to like throw this shit and maybe I'm just a piece of shit. Maybe I don't, you know, maybe I'm just unemotional as fuck. And I don't like, you know, pull myself into shit of being like, Oh my God, you know, this was an awakening for me by playing ratchet and clank. I understood, you know, furries i mean i it doesn't it's a grasp yeah it's a stretch for sure okay i it's i don't know i'm scrolling i mean you tell me that was your waking to sex it wasn't like you know turn on hbo at fucking 11 30 at night was wasn't lola bunny like the rest of us (laughs) just (laughs) right the fuck (laughs) yeah no i it's I'm I'm on Kotaku right now, and it, there's which you're welcome for the fucking free views, I guess. But uh, fucking, there's two articles right in a row here, and it says the new OLED switch wasn't what anyone was hoping for. The very next fucking article says the new switch OLED doesn't need 4K. Let's be real. Well, congrats because it fucking doesn't have it. <laughs> Yes, it does not have it. Uh, it doesn't necessarily my favorite, need one it, of my favorite but it's also on like too. the whiplash of being like, it's not what we wanted, 
but also why would it have these things? It's just- okay, so I let's make a bet in 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 eight months because that's when I think Netflix is going to finally start like showing off more game stuff. Netflix's video game service is saying all the right things. Guess what it's going to be? It's going to be fucking mobile games is what yeah, it's going absolutely. to be. So that people use Netflix on their fucking phone more because what they're realizing in the last investor calls, most people are just using it on their TV at home. So right. we can get them using the platform in their fucking hands and then they can go watch a movie after they're playing a game to watch more shit. They can make more fucking money off of it and they'll keep people longer on the subscription. I guarantee you in eight fucking months when they launch and they do the mobile game shit, we'll get an article saying Netflix's video game service is everything wrong about video games. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Absolutely 100%. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Oh, my yeah, God. Those kind of headlines fucking write themselves. I mean, it's just, it's predictable. I mean, to some extent. And then you get something out of left field where it's like, hey, Final Fantasy X was my sexual awakening. You're like, oh, it's like, oh, okay. okay. All right. Sure. <laughs> I mean, most people probably say their fucking hand in the Sears wish book, but you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I, I think we in conclusion, we think everything's lot. stupid. <laughs> we're cynical human beings we're well aware fucking uh, i just no it needs to be said no. it's legit it's a it's it's it is a hundred percent the truth i'm not saying that my fucking everything i say my basis is, is exactly right no but there's a lot of fucking shit wrong right now with the community with the video game journalism and it's 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 awful. And like we don't get to express this in detail like this because we have a a, a news format show yeah. where I mean we have a lot you do the show notes every week, which is incredible. And it's you know, we have to read off the fucking news and we like you said, we sift through like three fucking articles on the same thing just to actually get the fuck like the news, or we go to the the site of like the corporate press release to get the actual fucking yep. details of stuff sometimes. Cause nobody actually even does it, which is stupid. And then I, we have to, uh, you know, go through like, everything else for, uh, like, uh, the, the switch, like Nintendo directs and stuff. Oh, I have to it's watch. Awful. All, they skip over half of it. They skip over half of it. Yeah. I have to rewatch it and pause it constantly and enter in everything myself and then go research the fucking game to actually put anything in there about it because half yeah. the time trailers are bad. But yeah, if you try to get an actual rundown of that from any, any company, they, oh, impossible. they, they skip over just at yeah. least a quarter of it. At least. I've never once found a complete article that actually covers everything shown off in a direct or whatever it may be. It's just, I, I don't know. Man. Sad is what it is. Yeah. It, it didn't take me that long. I mean, it is time consuming. Don't get me wrong, but I, yeah, well, I, if you're I would paid much for it, rather you give a shit. Right. And I'm not getting fucking paid for it. And I still take the time <laughs> to actually fucking do it. So, I mean, I'm just saying, uh, God, what a fucked up industry. Yeah. And we chose to make a podcast on it. (laughs) God, I wish just like. Oh, speaking of other podcasts, you can catch us on uh, OBO, Objectively Bad Opinions, every single week. Those those go live every Tuesday. I didn't do it at the start of the show. Shit. That's something I knew. I have to click into my head. Yeah. Um, What is it? It's crazy. Um, (laughs) It doesn't. Generally doesn't make sense. Um, It's it's all over the place. I mean, really, so far, we haven't even really covered anything that 
is opinion based in any way, shape, or form. It's been a lot of just stories and and but it's a yeah. great time. It's it's so much fun to record. Well, there's opinions because someone says like what they did, and you're like, I that's fucking stupid. That's, I wouldn't have that's done that. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or that's fucked up. Yeah, no. So basically, it's um, myself, Brody, and then Matt, Evan, and Nick from uh, the WASD and Beyond podcast. We kind of joined podcast forces and have created this crazy show that. It's something. I mean, it's. I have a blast doing it. I yeah, mean, but it's it so is, much fun it, to record. <laughs> if you if you want video game stuff, you're not gonna get it there. If you want to hear, um, if you want to hear five dumbasses on the internet talk about stuff, please head on over there. Uh, Come to the right laugh. place. <laughs> it's definitely like a comedic podcast. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. It, it's not. There's it, zero seriousness to it. So head on right. over there um, and check that out. But uh, anyways, that'll do it for this week's episode. You can catch us on Instagram and Twitter at Diggity Podcast. Um, Like I said, we go live every Thursday evening at around 9 o'clock Eastern time on Twitch and YouTube. And check out the audio version of our podcast on every single podcast platform that you can access. We are on it. And you'll get those episodes every single Friday morning. We are a weekly podcast. And until next time. Oh, wait, shit. Nope. PSN. PlayStation uh, Network. Username. Maple Jeff. Follow me up there, Brody luscious brody i'm also on xbox at luscious brody all right there we go we get back in the silence. there it is it's a tuesday it's you know throw me off i don't know for sure right so, <laughs> anyways guys uh until next time we will see you later peace out